Hello everybody! Wasn't that a great opener? Thank you to Yada for that awesome opening number. Wasn't that great? We have some talented people, haven't we? Awesome. So welcome everybody. Um, and like it's just been sung, we're not scared to be seen. We make no apologies because this is who we are tonight. We are Q Church and this is Q's take on a long established ancient festival. And we hope tonight you will not only be entertained by great music and inspiring movie clips, but moved as we rightly and correctly genuinely remember the dead, our dead, because without them, we would not be here. It is unusual for a church to celebrate Halloween, and it was for us for a long time, as we bought into the lie that anything with pagan origins must be fiercely rejected, Although the Christianization of pagan customs has long been an accepted thing, with Christmas and Easter being examples. Halloween, though, was the exception for reasons we don't need to talk about. But yes, uh, there has been layer upon layer added to the plot, some sinister and scary, as the concept has evolved over the centuries by different cultures holding varied religious beliefs and through commercialization and big business. Sadly, its simple meaning has been lost and Christians do not generally have a good record for being inclusive of anyone else's perspective. We fear and reject that which we do not understand because of, th of course, we're always right about everything. No, we're not. Come on, we're having a good time, aren't we? So as this festival hinges on what each of us believe about what happens after we die, you can imagine there's a host of different ideas out there. It's a serious subject, but one, nevertheless, about which we can only speculate. Here at Q, we do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Whatever Halloween has become, we can still embrace the truth within it. And of course, we'll take any excuse to share a most beautiful gospel of a good father and a universal love that envelops both the living and the dead. And of course, we'll find any excuse for a good after party. Halloween then just means holy evening. Tonight is going to be a holy event, not because it's squeaky clean, without fault, we've got it right definition of holy, but because we are remember that which is other to us, on a different plane, that which we can't get our finite minds around, it's so beyond us, but we can give thanks for every memory we've shared together as we celebrate those we have loved and lost, Please feel free to sing along to the songs that we sing. Ones that you know, please take part and participate and be part of this holy event. As we enter this winter season, just as the trees shed their leaves and they are absorbed into the ground from which new life can grow, we see that no one is actually dead until the ripples they cause in the world die away. And of course, we are those ripples to whom they pass the torch through which we now uh, live the process of life and it continues. We honour tradition best when we take seriously the sacred responsibility for shaping it 
it for our own time and place. So will you help us tonight redeem Halloween? Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Um, nice to see you all tonight, and we hope you're enjoying the evening so far. It's one of those things, isn't it, that's quite challenging sometimes, and um, we try and be very real in here and very authentic, and this is interesting timing for me, because 24 hours ago, I was about 80 miles away, um, actually at the memorial for my brother-in-law, who was very much um, gone too soon. And you go to these events, and um, you laugh, and you share stories, and you smile at everything you've got to experience um, and see um, with this person. And then, of course, there's a lot of tears, um, because you're sad you're not going to see them anymore. And I think it's one of those things that um, really it's when the paradox of life collides, doesn't it? Because how do we um, measure up sometimes in life um, the things that make us smile in one minute and... and break our hearts and the other. And we all wrestle, I think, a little bit with celebrating life sometimes because of some of the things we have to navigate. And that might be losing um, a person to, to physical death. But there's also things in our lives, aren't there, that makes us struggle generally and, and perhaps feel an, an internal um, loss at something that we might be facing that might not have the same face but nevertheless can be the same pain. Um, and perhaps like me, you can sometimes struggle to celebrate life enough because you're unable to perhaps reconcile the other things that are going on around you. And we do nights like this because we want to find ways to reconcile those things because we really want to live life well, we have one shot and we want to do it well. And 10 years ago, I found myself in a, unfortunately, a similar situation. And at the time, I really struggled in a way I haven't struggled this time, although it's been hard, because I found that the beliefs that I had as part of my Christian faith didn't really stand up to that test. There were things that I thought, oh, this, this doesn't quite work with what I've believed when I'm faced with the situation because if as I learnt that death is this sort of great separator and that only some had a positive outcome potentially in that death that wasn't particularly good news for a Christianity that had always said to me that God is love um, and if we're honest about that sometimes the message was, is we hear from church or or whoever you may hear it from is a little bit like mm, well if that's such good news that bit doesn't quite work for me and we're not afraid to ask those questions here the other thing that we're often told is that perfect love casts out fear and yet when we come to things like life and death there can be so much fear fear of being left behind of what comes next what about that fear of leaving anything unsaid or undone and you, you might have been in that point where you think there's something I didn't say or perhaps that fear that losing that person might mean that we will forever have to live with something missing and it may be sometimes that our grief is tainted by those feelings of, of shame and guilt and the great hope that we have come to believe tonight is that actually death is not this great chasm that sort of separates what if it's this thing that's actually but a breath away because many ancients believed and many still believe that it's a momentary doorway that keeps us totally at one with the, the source of all life and all goodness and all light, whatever that looks like. And none of us know, but I actually think that that's true. 
And because this great chasm between the living and the dead, that idea is a modern one. And because actually it was believed that there was this power still at work on our behalf from both sides of the grave and it was but a breath away. And when I pause, you've taken a breath. What if it's that close and it's but a breath away and it's not too late to reconcile some of the things perhaps we didn't? Because, you know, our, sometimes our concept of time being in a straight line from beginning to end trips us up from grasping some of this. And again, what they used to believe is that it was cyclical, that time worked in a circle and there was many beginnings and many endings and then many more beginnings and many more endings. And it wasn't this sense of finality. And again, even nature works like that, doesn't it, in cycles. So tonight we want to encourage you that um, we do believe in reconciliation, that somehow death and life are able to collide and be made one, and that somehow whatever the separation is of physical death, there's actually a power beyond that can connect us. Because my brother-in-law, Tony, he lived on last night. He lived on in the many conversations that we had as we tried to reconcile the pain with the laughter. He lived on last night. He was very present at that event. And I do believe that his legacy will live on and just live on. And that in some strange, supernatural way, um, he's a breath away. Now, the next two clips explore this idea in ways that we think might help you. In the few minutes, you're going to see a character called Mac come face to face with his father, who's passed away in the shack. And it's complicated because this was a man that he destroyed in defense of his own mother. So he struggled his whole life to reconcile with that. But yet he has a moment and he experiences that power beyond but first, and there's another scene from the movie clips we've been showing, The Book of Life. And in this, Manolo Sanchez has to reconcile how he felt about his place in the world. And he'd felt a bit of a disappointment to his family because he didn't follow the path that they would have chosen for him. He quite literally wanted to sing a different song. But when facing death, he has to choose what he's then going to hold to. And we want you to watch this clip Watch what happens because perhaps it might help you and perhaps it will allow that which stands in the way of your healing to melt away as forgiveness falls gracefully like petals from heaven to you too. Thank you. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am a diamond that glistens in the snow. I am the sun-ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circled flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there, I did not die. And so we come to the last part of our presentation tonight. We're gonna to celebrate the living. The idea of living like you're dying sounds all well and good. And as it was said in the clip, you'll either get busy living or you'll get busy dying. If we only realised how short life is, we may all try a little harder to do just that. Life is precious and we don't know what we've got 
till it's gone. To quote the words of William Wallace, all men die, but not all men truly live. Death is not the greatest loss in life. Loss is when life dies within you while you are alive. We all analyse life differently. Each of us decides whether the life we've been given is a good one or not. We make comparisons. Our lot is worse than their lot in life and conclude life is unfair. Or on the other hand, we may conclude that we've got it made because there's a whole bunch of people out there who are far worse off than us. But the one thing we can agree on, we have one life. We've got one go at it. L.R. Nost puts it this way. Life is amazing, then it's awful. And then it's amazing again. And in between the amazing and the awful, it's ordinary and mundane and routine. Breathe in the amazing. Hold on through the awful and relax and exhale during the ordinary. That's just living, heartbreaking, soul healing, amazing, awful, ordinary life and it's breathtakingly beautiful. So what are you going to do with it? Let's not waste it. How much would those who have left us have given for one more moment of this thing we call life? Maybe we on our loved ones best when we choose to live our lives to the full, in light, in truth, in forgiveness and in freedom. So let's be aware of each other and be there for each other. Let's care about each other while we have the opportunity. If we were to cherish life more, there would be perhaps be less regret in death. Here at Q, we are here for you. Let's do life together. The amazing, the awful, the mundane, the ordinary, yet breathtakingly beautiful life that we've been given. We celebrate all you wonderful people tonight, but we want to make mention of two special Q Church members, and I don't know whether they're here tonight, but it doesn't matter. Actually, our oldest and our newest. Joyce Anderson, is she here? Oh, well, never mind, she's getting a mention. She's the oldest member of Q, as far as I know, and she's 88. Brilliant. Have we got her up there? There she is, still going strong. How amazing. And the other one is little Axel Rio, and he's nine, nine days old today. And uh, one has seen a lot of life, the other not very much at all. But what we want to say there is that there is no queue without you. And uh, isn't that great? Eight, 88 and nine days. We'd be better if it was eight days, wouldn't it? But never mind. Can't, can't get everything right. So anyway... Okay, so how do we measure whether we are living life to the full? It is said that gratitude is an essential ingredient for a wholesome life. And then, of course, love. We are told that there is no fear in love. So tonight we propose that we measure our lives in love. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We have one more song left for you to enjoy. Um, it, we are here every single week at 4pm on a Sunday and you've just seen how you can check it out on the website. So if you like what you've heard and you think you'd like to spend more time with us, we would love to see you. So do come along every week. There is an after party. 
after this um, and it is amazing even if you're not stopping please go and have a look because it looks incredible back there and we would love you, you won't be able to resist some of the food if you see it but please will you just wait for the nod I'm not sure who's giving the nod but there will be a nod an indicator probably a notice that they're ready in the back hall for you before you go and what we hope is that from what you've heard tonight you might live a great rich and full life and truly come alive <laughs>